Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C., the Gap Tooth Genius. And before we start this podcast, I just want to give a special thank you to our sponsor, Elite Carpet Care. That's at Elite underscore Carpet Care on Instagram. They are our sponsor today for the 122nd episode of the... Shoot that shit. Don't worry. Shoot the shit. You'll get the shit. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C., the Gap Tooth Genius. And this is episode 122 of the STS Podcast. I am joined by Demarius Atkins. He's the head coach here at Liberty High School for Girls Basketball, director of Team Militant, Coach DA, someone I highly respect in the game. How you doing, sir? Good, good, man. I appreciate that. I'm doing well. Good. I'm glad we're rolling. I'm glad we're rolling. So, sir, we're about two days away from another season, another journey. How are you guys feeling over at Liberty High? I'm busy. Um... But I, we're, we're feeling good. I think things are starting to put themselves in, into place right at the right time. Um, and the team's starting to come together pretty well. Definitely, definitely. I think um, for myself, this is the first time actually, you know, being a head coach. Uh, Garrett Brown told me the view's a lot different when you move six inches right. <laughs> yeah. so, I, it, um, it's a lot different. The six inches is definitely making a difference. Um how, let's talk before we go into our season. Just the commitment to the lifestyle. I've learned very fast that this is something that if you're not fully in, if you're not two feet in, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a hell of a time for you to um, get results, get the players to trust you, um, get your staff to believe in you. What's something that um, you know you've learned over the last couple of years of coaching? And just I know you played a lot too. Just your history. What's um, been your biggest um, your goal every year? Um, it's it's to see if I can get the most out of my players, right? To see if we can take um, each kid that we're able to get and get the full potential from them, and and get them to play at their full potential. And I believe some of the difficulties, like you say, is one um, getting the kids to understand you, getting the kids to know you. I know you switched schools um, similar to what I did, um, so it was getting to a new program, and now all of a sudden you're trying to implement things your way. And want things to work your way, going from the old regime to the new, um, and getting the kids to kind of buy into what what you want to do. And I think that's the toughest part. And once you can get them to buy in, I think everything else becomes becomes kind of easy. Definitely. How many years have you been the head coach over at Liberty? I know, sir. This is your two from your Liberty. Yeah. Okay, DA. Definitely. Okay, so we're both going to new programs and everything. How's how? What's been the biggest challenge for you so far? Um, you know, I, I left a program at BHS that was, you know, established. You know, we, we kind of did things coming off multiple um, Valley Championships when I was there with, uh, with that program. And then coming into a program that had struggled the previous two, the previous years with the new regime. And, and you know, it's trying to rebuild and get a thought process into winning and making kids believe that we could win. Um, I think some of the kids had desire um, I think some didn't know how to um, and, and just trying to implement a program to where we want to be successful. We want to be one of those top tier teams in the Valley. Definitely. I think where I looked out, like I did go from one school to back to Foothill, but I'm a Foothill alumni. Um, okay. When I started uh, coaching, I was with uh, the boys basketball team for a period of time with, you know, West Davis and Dom Stansel. So I was really familiar with the campus. You know, I graduated from there, coached my first time coaching, started as a stat guy, dude. So just to kind of spread my wings a little bit with the girls, especially with girls basketball, something I've never done. This is my second year with girls basketball. And 
honestly, it's a, it's it's rewarding. It's very it's very nice to see, you know, kids who know why they're there and they want to be in the gym. And once they start seeing the results, it's um, it's 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 really rewarding. So I think that's kind of where I lucked out at, and have, just having a great staff too. So it's been it's been a journey, man. Um, new is this new patience is this you know when we start a new culture i think with me it's like man i forget you know we've only been here seven months how is the patience to try to start and change this whole program for you how, how's that experience been i mean it was man patience is key right it's 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 understanding that you know you're going to take your hiccups early um the process of but sticking to what you want to do, right? And and understanding that there's going to be some some kickback. There's going to be some situations that, that hey, this is the way we want to do things. We can be successful if you're doing this, if you're doing this way. Um, but once again, just trying to change that, it was it was tough because I think sometimes, you know, you, when you've been in a situation, you know, you may not know how to win. And and that's the tough part as in kids. And it's about getting them to believe and especially with girls basketball, getting these girls to believe that, hey, if you go out here and you play hard, you do the things that you're supposed to do, let the score take care of itself, right? If you can walk off the floor every night saying, hey, I gave it 100%, and whether you win or lose, I can live with playing 100%. And we'll tell my girls that tell me, tell you, just because we win a game doesn't necessarily be happy, right? We win a game and we play really bad. That doesn't equal success for me. Uh, we just got lucky. So if we go out and we play 100%, we give our all. We had games like this last year where we lost. But I was like, man, we played our butts off. I'm okay with that. Definitely. I think that's something I'm mentally preparing myself as well. We, I, want us, I want them to know it's, it, it's not about the wins and losses. It's about competing. That's been my number one goal for this program since yes. the beginning. It's just competing and just learning how to compete. And I think that's something that – um with the new regime, they're not, you know, we're, we're trying to get that engraved in them. And I think that's just, just as important as the hundred percent competing is the number one goal in my book. Um, but, you know, we had a great scrimmage, you know, they, our thing is to just gain the girls to play five on five basketball. Right. Sometimes they, they, they don't have enough. Rest. <laughs> that's the hardest thing. Sometimes just get these girls to play and it, you know, it's amazing. But then, you know, I've, I look at the little things. Um, I learned about kills. I like to see, you know, how many times can the team not score? Um, how many turnovers we had? So once we, I think we clean those things up. You know, it's great to compete, but I want to, I want to play a, you know, I don't want to play a sloppy game. So I think that's something that we're really trying to instill in them too. Right. How do we cut these turnovers down? How do we increase our kills? And uh, just trying to figure out rotations. Is that something that, uh, what's your number one priority, you know, what's your lineups and things of that nature during the game, Coach? Our first priority for me is always conditioning. Um, and and they'll tell you I'm really hard on that. I'm really hard on us being in shape. I'm really hard on us conditioning, working hard, working out. And then the second part is the mental the mental aspect of the, of the program. And, and I tell parents right off the bat, your kids aren't going to like me in the beginning. They're, they're, they're just not because I'm, I'm attempting to get something out of them that they don't even know that they have yet. And, and so, and with that's going to come some, 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 some hiccups, it's going to be hard. 
And if they stay the course and they stay grounded with it, eventually they're going to understand that I can actually do these things that I didn't think I could do um, in, the, in the future. So uh, once we get that put together, we begin to put together a lineup um, and it, it moves around. Like I told, I play the best player. And, and you know, if, if you've been there three years and it's your senior year and it's a freshman that comes in and she's playing better than you, she's going to play. Um, and and it's, it's no knock on you, but I want you to work on your craft every year. We want to get better and better as a player every grade you come up. If, if you're the same player from your sophomore season that you are your senior season, I failed. So... Um, and so we want you to keep getting better. Nothing's going to be given to you, and there's no handouts. You're going to come in and work every year. So um, I think when I got in, I moved one of our players who was a starting guard um, on varsity one year, and I moved her to JV the next season, which was a shock, and she handled it with stride, and she's become uh, head over heels. She's become a great player. She still might got room to learn, but she's – you know, she understood the, the movement and she, she didn't pout about it. She came in, she performed at that level and she moved right back up towards the end of the season. And, you know, it's, she got better. And that was the goal was how can I figure out a way to get you better? And that's the goal with all the kids to get them better by the time they agree to leave. Definitely, sir. Definitely. Um, another thing I really admire, but I, and honestly, I look at all the coaches, right? Basketball is not a season thing. I don't think it's from, it's not from October to February. Like, what are you doing outside of those months? I've learned that for the last six years. And I think that's something that, you know, at least with over here at Foothill, we were not used to that. And this yeah. is the first year since May, you know, once I got, you know, I got hired, got blessed with the job. It's been nonstop work. And I just think, I think that's so necessary, especially with girls basketball. There's so many things we can't improve on. Um, I think summer league's a big deal too. What? I, I, that was kind of like my first taste of, okay, what do we have? What do we need to improve on? What strengths can we enhance? What weaknesses can we hide until we, you know, make some strides with those weaknesses? Um, what's your thoughts on that? Like, I know a lot of coaches are, and that's no knock to coaches are just a season coach. How vital is it to be all around, especially with, you know, team militant, you guys are always working hard. I see it every, I see it all the time. I love seeing it. What's, um, what's your message out for that? What, how do you feel about it's, that? It's a year-round process. It doesn't end. Um, the phone doesn't stop ringing. We don't stop. You know, we don't stop working. Um, you know, we get kids that come back that left the program that come back. Hey, coach, can we work out? Can we train? Um, kids from other kids from other schools. Hey, coach, can I can, we, can I get a workout in? Can we train? Can we do this? Um, kind of create this community of kids that want to be better. And um, so as far as high school goes, it doesn't stop either, right? So these kids, you know, we get, you know, these ninth graders that are coming in or we get these 10th, 11th graders, they're all going to work. And that was the goal is to get these kids where they all want to keep getting better. And the only way they can get better is when willing to help them get better. And um, so willing to pull in that work and put in that, that time, you know, six days a week and, you know, we just got to go, 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 go. And um, it, that's it, man. We we don't we don't stop. We we make a, we give a break here and there for a week or so or two weeks, and we're like, hey, let's take this two weeks off. But in real actual respect, even in those two weeks, you got kids or coach. Can we get in the gym today? Can I get some shots up? Can I get some ball handling drills? They still want to do stuff. And I'm, I know one of my key terms is I always said, I'll never ask you to train. Um, if you want to train, call me, and we'll figure out a time to get in the gym. 
but I'm never going to pick up the phone and say, hey, let's go to the gym today because I feel that if I got to call you to train, I'm not going to get 100% from you. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not going to waste your time if you don't really want to work out. So um, it's a, it's a, man, it's year round. It doesn't stop. I, um, I know the whole, I'm sure they're going to probably watch this, but, you know, I took away the Saturdays. I'm like, okay, let me, let me just go Monday through Friday. Let me see you ask me, hey, coach, can we get on Saturday morning? And though behold, a couple of them did, and I had about six of them going in there. And it's a, like you said, if I got to ask you to go, it's like, why? You know, like you got to ask me if you really want to get that work, get better. And it's it's beautiful, man. I love seeing it. I think that's uh, and just let them, man, again, shots. That's one thing with, and I think we drill, I missed myself because we're built, we're breaking them down and building them up, right? Especially from the past, bad habits, old regime. I know my program's. Very, like you said, you're not going to like me. It's really hard. You know, Coach Jackson and I, we had this, we we had a plan. And we're now we're putting this plan plan in place. It's it's not easy. And just rebuilding and trying to just to implement a winner's mentality, especially with kids who haven't won much, has been a challenge. Right. But now just to get them to love the game and want to be there where practice is no longer a chore, it's more of a they want to be in the gym. They want to have fun. They're learning from us. It's beautiful to see the kids reach out. Hey, coach, can we? Is it okay? If we get some shots up on Saturday morning, and it's. Um, I think it's 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 little. It's little victories like that that I'm really looking back like, damn, okay, this is really working. And uh, like you say, it starts with the year-round mentality. There is no days off. There is no weeks off. Um, I'm I'm glad that kids are asking me, hey, what are we doing for Thanksgiving break? And. I didn't don't think I didn't think I was gonna get that in the beginning, DA. I think I was um the battle is still being fought, but I'm okay. Now they're loving to be in the gym. I think the scrimmages that we had too, hey, this works. We could compete. We tied. You know, I think they score whatever we scored was, you know, they only scored that maybe once last year, that amount. So wow. it, it's it's beautiful to see, man. I'm um, you know, that's why when I when I first got hired before that, I, I reached out to you. People don't know. I didn't really tell everybody who I reached out to because I really admire what you were doing last year. And I love seeing your players play. And, you know, Amelia Ferguson's a common denominator we had also. I know she really looked up to you. And it's 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 awesome to, um, you know, you welcome me to the coaching community. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I didn't really know much about the girls game, but I I gravitate to your program, what you do. So, again, it's, it's respect. And I'm glad that, you know, I'm trying to follow that lead of year round. And um, what's the biggest challenge of that, in your opinion? Just managing your personal life, managing, you know, we, have, we all have families, we have jobs. What's, what's your biggest the obstacle you have to overcome with that? Well, I think what a lot of people understand is that I don't, I'm not on campus. So I, I have a, a separate job. <laughs> oh, boy. That, wow. Yes, yes, yes. I have a separate job that, that in itself is extremely demanding, extremely mental, mentally draining. Um, so with that, all, and on top of that, I have a family. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a true girl dad. I have all daughters. Um, I have my wife um, who allows me to do all this stuff. So that's like the big portion. Um, and, but it's, so my outside of this is, is huge. So, you know, it's, it's me, you know, I get up, I think I told you, I wake up at three in the morning I drive to work, I get off work, I'm back home, I'm maybe home for 45 minutes, I'm in the gym for the next four hours, and I'm back home, I'm eating, I'm sleeping, and I start over again. Yeah. So, 
um, when when that season starts, man, that that time is is tough. And I think that's the part for me. I think a lot of people understand. For me, that's the hard part is that I drive two hours a day for work, and then I work nine hours, and I got a basketball season, and I got practice and stuff like that. So for me, th- those are the challenges that I that I love. Um, and, and I was willing to accept those challenges. So everything came into play and I'm like, I'm okay. I can do this. And I know some days are going to be tough and others, but it's something that, man, I love doing it. Right. I have a job, which is my job. And this is, I don't consider it work. I consider it something I absolutely love to do. And you, as you probably learned now that basketball coaches are some of the most underpaid people ever because it doesn't stop. <laughs> and he's on the dollar, literally. Hundred <laughs> percent. I think what what I've you know being on campus blessings, right? Um, I've been that off campus coach too, but not in this capacity. I'm so glad to be on campus. But sometimes, like shout out to my girlfriend too. You know, um, fourteen hour days happen often. Fourteen hour. It's it. And it's you know I like to be with Frost off JV and then varsity. Like I like to watch. Especially with my assistants, they're young, and I, I love the hunger they have. So and just to get to know all the girls in the program, and it's it's been a challenge. And I don't know how you do it, you know, family, wives, career, you know, then this. It's salute to you, sir. I think uh, that's a, that's something I, w- I wanted to bring on here too. Like it's not something we just go when we want. It's we're committed. It's a commitment. It's a it's a lifestyle. And man, in two days we're about to start a whole new list of another couple obstacles. Maybe we're gonna have some great wins. We're gonna have some 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 tough losses, I'm sure. Uh what are you looking forward to this year? What goals do you have for this year, your second year with Liberty? Um, you know, our, our first goal is to be better than what we were last year. Um and I think that is and it's to it's to it's to win the games that we believe we can win and, and then those games that, that are on our schedule that should be tough. We want to go in and compete. We want to try to pull a couple of those out. Um, you know, I think everybody has the end goal. It's we take it piece by piece, right? I want to have a winning record by Christmas, um, which puts us in the league. Uh, we want to have a winning record and hopefully win league. And then once that second season in, we want to start our third season, which is uh, the Valley playoffs. So we want to win those three seasons. I want to win the preseason, which ends in New Year's. I want to try to win league. I want to try to win the playoffs. And we kind of break it up into three separate seasons. And, and try to win each one. And, you know, one, take care of home, um, which is always huge. I think if you take care of home, you put yourself in a great position uh, for the rest of the year. So it's just being better than what we were last year and continue pushing the program in the right direction. What, what players are you looking forward to seeing grow over the next few months? Um, one of my main ones I want to see grow would be uh, – and I eat Pimentel. She's a senior we senior guard we have that'll be that'll be coming up. Um, I think she has over the past year and summer, I think she's taken major strides into finding herself. Uh Kaylee Batten is another one who, man, when I say put the work in, and I, I I'm I'm keying on saying telling kids that and other sports may not like me for this, but I feel that basketball is the only sport you can't cheat. And I can tell if you've been working out. I can tell if you've been in the gym. And there are certain kids that have came to my program that I work with over the couple of years that I see this kid and I'm like, man, she's grinding, right? And I see the grind every day. And this kid, Kaylee, I'm starting to see that grind. 
I'm starting to see that grind every day. She's putting in first one in the gym, last one to leave up at five in the morning, getting workouts in. And, you know, and, and I, I pay attention to this. Um, and we have, you know, the, the transfer, we have Faith Curry coming in, who also is a stud player herself. And I think she's hasn't even reached close to her potential, what she could be. Um, so it'll be interesting seeing her come on. Big time addition right there, sir. Yeah. Addition. How, what, uh, with your with your lower level, what what we, I think that's we have to talk about too. I think a program is not a program without our lower levels. What what goals do you have for your lower levels every year or the last two years? Uh, man, we first I have great coaches on the bottom, on the lower end. Um, young kids, Steve Riddick. Um, you know, Steve was coaching my my little kids team, my little team over at GSA, and you know, I'm watching him. He's great with these kids, right? He's just great with the kids as far as teaching and stuff like that. And then he wanted an opportunity to join a program, um, which, you know, just like people gave me the opportunity to join their program. I'm like, you know what, let's give this kid an opportunity. Um, And then looking for another coach, one of the parents came in and she was former player herself and she's kind of wanted to be a part and she found herself coaching. So with our JV team, they're very young still. They're, you know, they're freshmen and sophomores. Um, They're good. (laughs) <laughs> they are they, Love, they, yes, yes. They, 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 they can play and our and our frostar group the same it was you know we were fortunate enough to um well we had to we were fortunate and unfortunate we had to make cuts this year which was which was something that the program hasn't had to do in a while mm-hmm. um but to to make cuts and still have four rosters of 12 kids on each team um which was something was a goal of mine as a program wanted to have a full team each team has one and man, my it's they made it difficult. They made it difficult for team selection. They made it difficult for for cutting. They made it difficult. The girls all came out. Even those that weren't as talented, they worked their butt off. Definitely. They just came out and they worked. So um, these man, these, these the younger teams, they they they're 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 scary. <laughs> scary. It's a gift and a curse to be able to, to be able to cut kids. Honestly, it um, is. That's what I was, you know, t- we didn't have to do it, fortunately, but it's a gift and a curse. At least we have, the, I'm looking at the numbers. Our numbers were 30. Like if we get 30, um, it's a gift and a curse. Like I said, we could we could actually get three full teams. I don't think we had that at Foothill for like the last three years. So that's, again, that's a goal, right? Just the small victories. Okay, well now we have a frost off team. So I, I'm glad we're kind of, that's a similar journey we're going on. I think it's, uh, it's people don't understand, I think to, to be a great head coach is to have a great program in my sure. um how do you feel about you know the things off the court you know in the classroom which i think should be number one right there's student athletes how much does that you know you take in consideration when you're making you know you're, when you're putting these players on your t- on your jv your varsity team uh, you know it's what well, first is we we're fortunate enough that our 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 school and academic department we get these sheets of kids that are academically eligible to play. And, um, you know, I'll get it. It'll be a red flag when I'm next to this kid's name, be like, it's borderline. You know, it's kind of one of those, might want to look at this a little bit, a little bit harder, but you know, our kids know, you know, you know, mispractices is, Hey coach, I got an exam to study for That's an automatic excuse. Um, I got, you know, I got to catch my homework. That's I'm just, Hey, we got a team function night. If you got homework, go go. Like, and, 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 you know, it's comfort level with the kids to know that we got to get the schoolwork because without that, there is no basketball. 
right? And we always implement, it does, title does say student athlete. And that student portion does come first. And and there's no college taking C students. So, um, and as we begin to move on, people begin to understand is the higher that GPA, the more money that's available to you. So if I began to get keep my GPA at 4.0 or 4.0 higher, um, the chances of me receiving more money when I decide to go to school, whether that's going to be an athlete or not, it's money available. So it's a big deal when it comes when it comes to that. And fortunately, we haven't had an issue with the, with the grades uh, with the grades so far. So we're kind of lucky that route. Like over here, the only thing is we never had anybody to keep track of progress reports and. Gotcha. Things like that. I think I do bi-weeklies and it's been um, been challenging, the mm-hmm. uncomfortable conversations. But I think they're starting to see like another thing, scrimmage. Like, don't you want to do this all year? Like that, this should motivate you to get your butt in the classroom, figure it out. And let's keep like, you. You love this game and it starts in the classroom. I have a few sophomores on my varsity team and one of them just excellent in the classroom. Tardies too, one. Like, I think that should be rewarded, too. Like, she, I could have put her in JV, but you know what? She showed some loyalty to my program. I'm going to mm-hmm. shot my varsity squad. And, um, you know, I know a couple of my sister coaches, I, you know, my guy DJ, we have conversations. And I'm like, well, I think we should reward that type of stuff. If we're put, like, I'm a stickler for being on time to my practice class and your grades. I think we should reward stuff that we really can be a stickler about. And I agree. I, that's that's I think that's awesome, man. I think that's um, the kids have, you know, I'm not saying no excuse, but just where our demographic is, I don't think college is a priority for some of these people, you know, and um, I'm trying to tell them too, the real world's going to come real, real fast once, you know, you graduate and they hit you hard and <laughs> you or swim. Like, I'm just trying to, like, because, again, being a Foothill alumnus, I've been there. I thought I was going to swim. I had to sink a couple of times and kind of get saved. I don't want yeah. to. I bump my head for they don't have to. And I know it's 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 been a, it's, man, it's a reality, though, right? That's yeah. what I'm saying, too. Sitting six inches to the right, you're a little more involved in their personal issues. And that's something that, you know, as a coach, too, you, I think you, if you're not prepared for this either, it's going to be a rude awakening where, Kids are looking up to you. Kids are telling you, hey, I got this going on at home. And it's like, man, yeah, you probably didn't sign up for this, dude, but you're the head coach. You got to figure it out. And, you know, again, that's kind of – that comes with the that comes with the chair. Yes. Uh, I don't think a lot of people really consider that with the coach. They think we just coach basketball, just playing this ball into a hoop and this 90 feet of wood. Like, no, it's so much bigger than that, the impact you have on these kids, especially these young ladies and – you know, again, our demographic, not a lot of them have a male in their household. A lot of them don't have the structure. They don't understand there's rules and consequences and there's rewards for following those rules too. And I think that's kind of been my battle is there hasn't been any structure in basketball at home. And um, I'm, I'm, I think we made a lot of progress with DA in the last six months, man. <laughs> um, the branding, I'm just trying to brand this program from whatever past that it's, it's had. That's why we renamed it. We put a new logo out there, uh, giving the kids opportunities to, you know, do promo and start a bit. I I try to operate as a business. I have my own, you know, I got my own DJ business. So I try to just tell them, this is how you brand your stuff. This is how you're going to do your fundraising. You keep track of this. And a lot of them never had that opportunity before. You've been labeled as the number one promoting coach in Kern County. Like, 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 
we, we see Foothill, we like, dude, Ernie is killing the promoting game. <laughs> what he's doing, do this for the day. But what you're doing, we think, I know I've talked to some other coaches, man, and what you're doing on the social media aspect um, is amazing. Um, how, what you put into it, um, I, we, I think it's, it, you're doing a great job. Like, I think it's Foothill's out there. And, and everybody knows you guys are there. And you you can you constantly put that out and you know and I'm I'm not that savvy right so um, but the way you do it man it's it's really impressive and I think you you've caught a lot of attention from other coaches on there they're like man Ernie's killing everybody on social media right now <laughs> and I you know what I was just trying to compete with the campus <laughs> you know because. You know, Foothill, just, you know, the brandy has been something I think we lack, the culture. Um, I wanted, when I came in, like, I want to I want to change, you know, just these big dreams of just being this first-year coach, thinking you could do everything in six months. I'm trying my best to keep up with it, man. I, the culture, just telling, you know, I have a great admin, just, you know, giving them ideas. Hey, I want to do this for our games. Can we get music? Let's change the music a little bit. You know, universal music. You know, you got to be, you know, you got to be anything crazy. You just need universal girl power music you know what i mean um but the social media thing i think that's where we have to start first i think they need to, the girls need to see that they can be basketball players that they can be recognized for their hard work that they can build their brand and what they represent because i always tell them there's no last names on the back of our jersey it's just that logo and um we just like i just try to stay working man i do i just do it for the for the girls they deserve it you know i think you know how it is with losing. Losing scars some of these kids. And sure. Losing kind of they make they lose the passion for the game, which is a beautiful game. And you know this. You played college ball. You play. You, you've been a part of this all your life. I've just been a fan all my life, and I'm really good at just the, seeing things on the court. But you know how it is. This is a beautiful game. Yes. This, this is the most beautiful game in the world, and it shouldn't be associated with just losses and oh no stressing and crying and heartbreak you know i know we're gonna always we're gonna get those tough losses we're gonna to deal with some off the court stuff but i think i want to leave memories with these kids i want them to be like yo these this is some of the best times of my life right here yeah i always tell them i don't want high school to be the best years of your life don't be that person but i want this to be one of the best times in your life with basketball so yeah. um you know and again I, I know some of these girls probably will not play after you know whatever our last game is but I really want to make sure that they're recognized for their hard work because I know I put them through the ringer. Um, Coach Jackson and I, and it's not just me, you know, I have a great staff too. Uh, Coach Jackson is one of the hardest working men I know. You know, I got great uh, Coach Allen, Coach Garcia, Coach Gardner, Coach uh, Agerton, Coach uh, Shea, just, you know, sports, you know, our sports performance coach is going to help a lot. Um, they all have a big part of what I do. It's not just me. You know, I just do the social media branding, but that's, I'm really, again, I'm just stingy with that. Like, let me just show my vision. And <laughs> it's gonna, I think it, it's working, you know, I think um, we're looking like, a, I always say, we're, I want to look like a solid D2 program. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you, got, you guys, it's working. I hey. tell you, you guys are doing a good job over there. And um, I think, you know, just making those little victories every day, DA and, just trying to compete. Again, of course, we all want to win every game, right? But is it possible? Most likely not. If I could just get these kids to compete and, you know, just saying what you do, sir, just in, on the other side of town, like, why can't we do that? You know what I mean? I think if you have someone 
And I, I'm lucky to have my right hand man, just someone who could put the time in every day, um, making it not a chore. I think it's a big deal. And just showing, you know, this is this is a lifestyle that you guys could adapt to and we could actually enjoy this. Um, I don't know how what the past was, but I don't like I said, I try to just keep moving forward. Um right. I'm honored for the. I'm, I've been honored. I I went. To, I don't know how many coaches do this, but I'm kind of. I'm a cornball. I'm an old soul. Like I remember, like before the first scrimmage, I went to my eighties. I was like, "Hey, man, I hope you don't think I take this for granted." Like I, I love this, and I'm just honored to be back at Foothill and just giving back to the kids who are just like me. You know, I, I live in the same house I lived in when I was at the Hill, and you know, I was part of a great program with Wes, and just seeing that. And just being a part of some stuff I did, you know, when I went last year was great. We won a Valley title, but there were some things I was like, man, if I was the, if I was the man, this is, I want to do this. Yeah. And just trying to apply that. Okay. I see what this can do. The morale of your staff is important. And I try to, you know, I'm sure you do too. Just that's a question. You know, how, how supportive are you with your lower levels? Do you, I, I like, I like to send them messages all the time. Hey, I like what you did today in the gym. I don't know if sometimes I, I'm sure they don't think I see everything, but I try to see everything. I just try to, you know, I want to keep them on. I want them to know they're valued and appreciated. How about yourself? I've had, uh, so we, we've had both the same frost off and JV coach the same this year. We added a new varsity coach, but, you know, last year it was a lot of here's a practice plan. Let's kind of, let's go through that, right? Kind of understanding where I'm at. This year is more of a do what you do. Right. And it's 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 and it's not it's not a fact of, yeah, I still have a practice plan, but I also want you to be able to implement and put your spin on things of how you want things to work. And, I, and that's paying attention. And and I mean, even when I was the other day with the JV program, they've been kind of doing their own thing. Um, you know, she's been kind of working with the program, doing what she does. And then all of a sudden they get on the court for a scrimmage. You're like, oh, wow. Like they, they really balling. Like they're really going after it. And even with our Frostro program, same situation, the growth that they've done from, from day one up to now, um, it's retrospect to what the coaching staff does. So um, just allowing them to be their own person and allowing them to have their own twist because at the end of the day, they are coaching that team. So for me to go over there and be like, oh, this is what we do it. Yes, you'll butt in and be like, hey, what we guys are doing, this, it works like this or it may do it this way, but 80% of it is the coach. Like you're, you're going to do, I trust you enough to hire you and put you on my staff. If I didn't trust you, I wouldn't put you on the staff. So um, giving them leeway of to what they want to do and, Hey, you know, if you got something comes up, coach, let me know. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll make it work. But um, just kind of allowing them to become the most, their own self. Definitely. I feel like I've adopted that philosophy. Just kind of, I said, I, I, I always tell them, I don't see anything that I want to do. So you guys are doing great. Like, it, it's a blessing, man. I know that, again, I know just, you know, seeing from what we got on campus, it's so hard to find a good staff who's going to be in there with the kids and put the time in. And, you know, I always tell them to you guys, you know, we, we got to show up. We got to be here. Because the kids yes. the kids know, too. The kids are not, they're far from dumb. They, they recognize when you're not all in. And mm-hmm. I think that's so important, too. Just with coaching in general, you know, I've learned that the hard way, too. Like, last couple of years, it was real hard for me to put the time in and, I knew too. Taking this was like this is a lifestyle. It's not. A, it's no longer just a hobby that you want to do. Just get back to the community. Like this is really a lifestyle. You had to go fourteen hours a day, and yeah. really excited, man. Like I, of course, I think my biggest goal this year is compete again. Like I said, a five hundred would be great, right? 
that's kind of where my mind. If I could just stay, if I could just hover around five hundred until the league season starts, I think we're gonna be fine. Um, yeah. I don't like comparing myself to the past year. I don't care how many wins or losses we had the last three years. That means nothing to me. I'm talking about what we could, what we got with our program. I have high expectations because I see what these girls have. Um, you know, Kyla Maji is one of my favorite players right now. Just a kid who's non-emotional in the court and just takes it all out <laughs> is amazing to have. And I know she's going to be watching this. Like, I'm so proud of that kid, man. Just She's so just locked in. Doesn't let any, doesn't let the bad shot, you know, uh, stop her from making another shot. You know, that's, that's what I love. I love kids who, are res- who show some resilience. You know, Brianna Montoya, someone we discussed. She doesn't believe me, but I'm like, yo, I t- Coach DA told me a long time ago, great passer you got in your squad. And she swears that didn't happen. But, Coach, whole <laughs> time for that, for that girl. Uh, Brianna Montoya, having her on my squad, you know, um, she's getting better every day. Um, Janae Fuentes. Uh, one I love of, her. Love her, by the way. One of those ones, definitely. I had- I like her a lot. Yes, man. She's she's gonna be great for us. Um, Kyla, man, I got better mention all of them. Miss Moore, Tierra Moore, our senior, who I don't think has got you know she didn't get really an opportunity to do what she can really do the last couple of years. I think she's gonna do great this year. Isabel Reyna, um, man, she's competitive kid hates to lose. I love that in a kid, nonstop engine. Uh, Tierra Jackson from you know that's our transfer from Highland. She's a Valley champ. She's a winner. I think when you have a winner on your team, that spreads real fast. Yes. Um, Anaya Maji, again, my sophomore, she's she's learning the game at this speed, too. It's a little different from what she's been used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sylvia Bates, another one, too, is going to be – she could do something with this. I seen her shoot – I was watching her shoot Saturday. I think she could do something with this if she really put her mind and everything into it. Uh, Jada Green's going to be uh, someone we're going to talk about in, I think, two years, D.A., Really not, not, and I don't like blowing smoke. I don't like giving players that stamp of approval, but she could really do. I think in two years, she really takes this game seriously. She she does. She covers that 90 feet really, really well. Yeah. Um, and let me make sure because I want because you know how the girls are. They watch this like, Coach, you didn't, you didn't hit the feet, Coach. You didn't talk. Oh, Brandy. Sorry, Brandy. Brandy, dog, defensively. Great IQ. You can tell she's been playing the game for a long time. Um, it's really nice to have a player like that. She could be an X factor too. Um, it's it's great to have talent like that, though. I I, I had no idea at the at the time. Let me make sure I'm not forgetting my girls here. And I didn't know at the time what I had with her. So she she took the summer off and she's back in it. And uh, it's great to see him. You know, and we haven't in, in the story of our. You know, you know how it is with coaching ups and downs, ups and downs. We have not had a full game with all of our kids yet. You know, we had injuries in the summer league with Fuentes. We had uh, Miss Green just came back from her. She had a little. She had a knee issue. She just got cleared Monday. I have not seen this group at full strength yet, DA. And uh, that really that gets me so excited. <laughs> I, I'm right along with you. I'm, I, we have, you know, we've we've had one of our, you know, our arguably our best player from last season, um, Emma Frederick, who's a volleyball player. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cal Poly commit. Um, she's finally, and unfortunately, and we say unfortunately because I was hoping our volleyball team would win state, but they 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 fell out, and she's back now, um, which is which is a big pick me up, you know. But um, I'll be remorse to not mention our senior Hannah Anderson, who 
who's just had an unfortunate high school career. Um, we've all seen a talent level, the ability. Um, you know, she misses 75% of her junior year with an injury. Um, and now she's going to miss her entire senior year with an injury. Um, just, you know, it's you, you watch and you feel bad for that kid because you know, I've known I've known her for several years and I've seen the way I mean we're talking about a kid that you know her mom calls me like hey can you tell her stop working out yeah like that that where she was at with and it was like it was non-stop every day I'm getting better and better and to watch her play this summer and and be at that point that we've strived for her to get to and then the unfortunate happens you're like bro like you know you're there with that so you know and and seeing seeing that collective group play and we played this summer in a couple of summer league games and being able to see that collective group with all of them on the floor at one time man I tell you with that group watching that group play I'm sitting back on the bench and we didn't do much coaching this summer I just want to let them play and I'm sitting back on the bench I'm telling Adrian I'm like man I think it was uh Fresno Pacific was at a game and you know they come, they go. This is scary. You know, this is watching that group that we had. So um, same situation, not being able to see them all play together at once. But we're we're getting our pieces back. Um, and fortunately, hopefully, by you know everybody be back to jail together. But you know, a bunch of young kids. We have a couple other seniors. Um, Cheyenne Ozeda. If I say mess her name, I'm sorry. Um, super smart kid. Um, work hard and she understands how to play her game of basketball. And that's, that's going to help her out a ton. Um, the Pimentel sister to NIE soul, the sophomore who started several games for me as a freshman last year, um, her stride she's taking, um, should definitely be one you hear about in two years. Definitely. We definitely remember the name soul Pimentel. You hear about her in two years. Um, and then, you know, we have a couple of freshmen that are coming up that will play and some other sophomores. But um, getting that group together, getting us all back in the gym on the floor together, you know, I'm just looking to have fun. I, I, I love seeing the reaction to these kids when they're having a good time. And, and as a coach, you know, they teach me, got to have some fun sometime. Coach, you gotta, you gotta enjoy, we got to enjoy it, right? And, and everybody, you know, I'm a sticker, like, boom, 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 we got to do this. And all of a sudden, I, you know, I get – you know, one of my players or two of them and, you know, all of a sudden I'm greedy in that practice and they're like, what? <laughs> you know, so um, they just taught me to, they just taught me, you know, sometimes you got to have a little fun and, and you got to enjoy this and enjoy the ride. And, and they've, so they've also taught me some stuff as we've been going along too. I've learned that too. I was called angry in the beginning, the little guy from the inside or inside <laughs> was called, man, I'm trying to, I'm just like, I've been so like, oh, I'm going to do this. This is the way I want things. But then, you know how life is. I'm like, man, these kids, they're funny. They, you know, yes. they're good. They're fun to be around. It's its hilarious, dude. There's some of these kids are just some of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. And it's like, man, what is that happy medium, man, between the fun coach, right, and that we got to get this done, the bad guy, you know? I'm still trying to find out how and, to And it's, it's tough, right, because, you know, it's it's – it's tough and you have, you have to balance it and you have to find that balance and, and understanding. And even when I'm that mean coach, I want the girls to know deep down inside, I love all you guys. I want to see everybody be successful. So no matter how hard I am on you, um, I tell those people, sometimes I'm hard on you because I believe in you more than you possibly believe in yourself. I believe the things that you can do a little bit more than you think you can do. 
And, and that's sometimes the goal um, is to get them to believe that, like, I'm not going to let up on you and just let you settle. Um, I'm going to demand that you do things the right way. I'm going to demand that you, you become the best player that you can be, and I'm not going to give up on you. All right. So, you know, it's always the scary part is as long as I'm on you, that's a good thing. It's when I stop, get on you, that's when you should probably get scared. That's when you should probably be afraid. So, um, man, you're talking about loving, loving the team, the school. Um, I, I got lucky. I, I, I really, I really did from the administration portion um, all the way down to the other coaches on campus. Um, just man, football, volleyball, uh, even wrestling, wrestling coach, man, we've done it real well. Um, from the, you know, the equipment guys to everybody, man, the campus has just been overly welcoming to, to all of, to all of this. And it's, it's been, it's been pretty cool. I, I, and I, I don't take it for granted is I, I got real lucky, um, getting, being put in that position. So that's another thing I relate to you, sir. It's, it's amazing to have you're welcome and it's like you're getting recognized but I always tell them too it's the girls that are doing this thing I'm just giving the opportunity mm-hmm. 100%. Like every, even my staff like I just give people opportunities with my blessing you know I'm not here for anything else but the kids and if I could just put some good people with them and we can make some changes and you know if the you know the campus is welcoming to that and if I can help the other programs too tell them hey I, you guys need some help with the social media thing please I will help you out. I can't give you everything in one day, but I'll be, I'll be more than happy to help out because it helps the kids. As long as yeah. get the shine, it's all about them. Like if I got if this is raising the bar around campus, let's keep doing it. And I'll help you guys all out. Cause I think all, every kid, no matter the sport, like I'm not a big fan of soccer, but if the soccer program needed it, which they don't boys and girls soccer is doing great up the hill, but I would help them out in a second, you know, just for the kids could get that exposure and, you know, they never had it before. That's what's up. Oh, that's another thing too. A lot of these kids have never had what we were giving them. You know, I think they. I think in the beginning, I didn't understand that they. You know, when you give somebody who's never had anything like this, it's kind of hard for them to react the way you think you should react. Because you know, as a grown man, thank yous. What can I do for you, coach? You know, this is what we do. We're respectful people. Anybody helps themselves, like man, I'll go above and beyond for you. But it's like if they never had it, like how are they supposed to react? That was yeah. the beginning. I didn't really understand either. I'm like, why? They they don't care what they know. Coaches never had it before. Like, yeah, it's, and, and at the end of the day, it's it, as long as they can understand it, and eventually they'll get it. I would say eventually it'll, it'll happen. They'll get it, and it'll be it'll be very very random moment. You're like she got it, yeah. like she 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 got it. And I've I've had some, especially through the travel club program. We've had some kids wow. that you know, uh, man, we were just like this when we first met, right? And you know, now it's like. It's a conversation every day. It's communication every day, and 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 it's all of a sudden to grow into you know you always try to run a family oriented program, and it's become real family where you know we're talking to these kids quite often, and you know and helping the kids understand that you can always pick up the phone and call coach. Like I'm always answering the phone. I'm always willing to talk to you, and I'm always tell you the truth, right? And it's and it's if 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 I feel and. I had a conversation with her the other day and, you know, she was upset about playing situation and I was upset about her reaction to not playing and, you know, let her know about it. Like I wasn't happy about what I saw after the game. Right. And it's, it's, yeah, I get you emotional, but I was not happy about your reaction to that course. So, um, and the great kid respect that she got it. You know, she, she, she got, it. I was wrong. So, 
Um, man, I just, man, the, the goal is at the end of the day is I want to get as many kids in the college as I can, um, um, especially those that want to pursue the sport, right? And we had some girls last year who had opportunities to go to college and never thought that they would, right? And, and you know, when two of them, you know, didn't take them, but they had the opportunity. And I think neither, one for sure, um, she didn't think she had a chance. Like, I don't think she ever, I don't think this, I'm talking about Savannah, um, I don't think she ever thought she would play college basketball. I don't even think she thought it was an opportunity. And at the end of the season, she has a few offers on the table. She's like, you know, like, oh, I just want to go to school, which is totally fine. 100%. Right. But I, I think it kind of shocked her <laughs> so that, to know that, you know, I got coaches at the games watching me play. And it's like, whoa. Right. And but once again, reaching that potential that you never thought you could reach and trying to get as many girls in Bakersfield as we can to get into college. So that's the goal. And I, that's nothing I admire about it, Coach. I see with the, with the visits and just the, the the offers that your kids are getting. I really hope one day we get that over here. I believe in, you know, there's like again, I know it's not going to be everybody, but there are definitely some girls who I think could do that if they reach their potential. Uh, yeah, it's a hundred percent every day. I tell them you can't. There's no days off in practice. I know we went no. back, to back the other day, but we still got to work hard. You know, this the season's going to be a nonstop journey. We're gonna have a game. We're gonna have a prize in the game. Like we got it. It's crazy. I think that's um, mentally. I'm preparing for that too. It's gonna. How do we handle emotions? How are they gonna bounce back from losses? These things I don't know yet. It's my first time. You know, six inches. It's this whole different group of kids. And the three miles difference between Highland and Foothill makes a big difference. That okay. three miles is a. It's a whole different world. You know, and um, I'm really excited to see and. Again, a little worried to see how they bounce back from disappointment. I know they're going to yeah. be in love with the thing when they get. Well, I think, but once that thing, I'm really ready for them to get that to get that first win. Like, okay, this could work. And it, I think, it, it, I think it's important. Yeah, hundred percent. But I'm also ready for that first loss, where they could say, okay, how do we bounce back from this? Um, that's why we put the film in. That's why we're going to do. I, I'm a stickler for that too. Film stats, kills, uh, turnovers, so many things. I'm like, okay, because that's why I did for the last four or five years. Just keep stats, and I think I, I stick to what what got me here. You know, um, shout out to Coach Jackson, man. Coach Jackson, David Jackson's a blessing. It's awesome to have him on. You know, he's my right hand man. He's my associate head coach, and he he takes care of a lot for me, and um, he goes above and beyond for the girls in the program. Uh, he does. This doesn't happen without him either. You know, and I know he doesn't look for that validation. He doesn't look for the shout outs, but my guy works hard. He makes me want to work harder. He so, does. I've watched him. I've watched him from the side. But the commitment that he has to, to when he was at the Highland program, I, I watched the commitment he had to do that. And um, I, I, I thought you guys made that program. Coach Pena was, was great. And I thought you guys made that program go. Definitely. I, I really did. Definitely. And I'm so like, just to get him to come to Foothill was, um, mm -hmm. he's a Highland lifer. And just to get him to believe in me and believe in what we're going to do and, you know, bring Tierra with us. Um, it was a little bit of pressure for myself, but I think with, uh, I believe I'm a man of my word. And, you know, we've done, I, I've, I tried my best to honor that. And I think I am honoring it. Shout out to DJ. Uh, you know, he's, he's along for the ride right next to me. And, uh, it's it's beautiful, man. It's I'm blessed. I'm lucky. I still can't believe I'm here. It's it's a uh, it's a crazy crazy thing, man. But going back home, was so great for my mental. It was so great for my 
my spirit. You know, these girls, I know they feel like I'm all, I'm always on them. I know I am, but they have no idea the impact and how much they made me grow as a man in the last seven months. Coaching Good. basketball will make you grow as a man. And um, no People problem. understand that, especially to me, girls basketball, and I know the boys hate this, to me, girls basketball is the, is the best game and the best form of basketball that's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's it's the girls if they have adapted and they can adapt to playing a certain style that, that we want to watch. And they, they play what we call the old school game where it's ball movement and all this stuff happens, stuff like that. And, and man, it's to me, it's to watch it happen in its highest form. Um, it's man, it's amazing. Right. And it's, you know, we went, I think I was at the Las Vegas aces, one of their playoff games they had. And I remember watching it going to do at either team going, have they missed a shot in the first quarter? And I'm sitting there, I look at the stats, and both teams shot like 80% of the score. I mean, it was just like bucket after bucket after bucket. And I'm watching this going, like, this is like, this is poetry. Like, this is how basketball should look. And, and you know, in, in, in the town, I think we have a lot of talent. Um, I think we have, I think we have, a lot of our girls in Bakersfield don't get the notoriety. They don't get the publicity that they should get. Um, when we go travel-wise, travel club-wise, is what we're trying to do. Um, we're trying to get these girls that publicity, get themselves known. Um, again, I'm put in a position where people know that we got hoopers in Bakersfield. We got girls from we got girls from this valley, from some of these small towns, also around here that can put the ball in the basket against anybody. And and it's also making them believe, letting them know that hey, the course the same length, the basket the same height, the ball's the same size. Let's go play ball. Um, and and that's been my vision for 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 years now as it's seeing that, you know, take place where we start to get kids in the school and believe that they can do it. Definitely. And I think that's, man, again, that's kind of what the social media thing is. That many girls programs have had that spotlight on them. If I raise the bar, please do so for girls basketball because they all do. You are raising, you are raising, I got to get on board. (laughs) That's kind of what I was thinking. Like when, I think when I first told like, man, that's cool. I'm glad that, you know, people are seeing it, but let's raise the bar. Let's all do it. Why can't we all do it? You know, I, I think it's a, you know, again, the platform, so many people that I know, especially around my parts, they don't really watch a lot of girls basketball. They have no idea who the Las Vegas aces are just to bring some, um, some a spotlight to the girls game is beautiful. And I hope, you know, Tuesday's a, uh, example of that with, with the people in the stands. I hope so. Man, I'm hope. I'm, 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 man, I hope we can, now we can pack pack the house. We we would really love to Definitely. to get. So for all you Liberty fans that are out there watching, we play Tuesday. We would love for you guys to come out and support. <laughs> so, but it's it's all the programs, man. We 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 hope that people understand that these girls are putting in just as much work as these boys are putting. Right, and and you know, and, and I know the boys game, but it's exciting. Yeah, everybody loves to watch the dunking. I get it. Right, <laughs> but I mean, but it's it's just as impressive to watch. The ball not touch the floor and then swing, 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 lay up bucket, right? Or lay up three point a bucket and execution and things like that. So, um, like I say, I, I I love what's happening in Bakersfield with girls basketball. Like I said, I think you're doing a phenomenal job. I think there are some other coaches in the city also that do that's doing a great job with their programs. Um, so I I think that as long as we continue to have committed coaches, right, coaches that are 
committed. And, you know, I can, there's several I can throw off the top of my head right now that are committed to this. Mm-hmm. And it's not a, it's not a, oh, this is just five months. I got to do this real quick and I'll be done. Um, I know coaches that are doing this thing year round. Um, so um, as long as we can keep committed, man, I think this, the sport can get better. And, you know, I would love to see where there's six, seven, eight teams all dogfighting throughout the league for league championships. And it's, you know, where it's, where to me, it's like, to me, that's good basketball, right? If you're, if you're like, damn, two teams tied for first place in the league, I'm like, that's good basketball. Go. I'm like, that's like, I know you want to win the league, all right, but I mean, we, we can imagine we can have that where it's three different leagues and there's three teams at the top that everybody fighting to get that league championship. I mean, you're talking, that's nine good teams in Bakersfield. That's good. So I tell the girls too, the girls are going to step up. They got to step up at that point. And you, you get to notice, right? Like, oh man, look at that school. They're over there working. We need to work just as much. And, and, you know, and they all talk, you know, these girls all between social media and, and Twitter and Snapchat and yeah. whatever the hell they use. We don't know, but um, they all communicate. So um, we just, like I say, want to get the game better. The goal, that's been my goal from day one. Whenever I started coaching middle school was my first my first head coaching job um all the way up through the rankings of the other school and then being at liberty and then team all the time um that's been that's been the goal coach da i appreciate you coming on this podcast today man take us some time out a very busy day i know you got a lot so much going on um again one of the few people i reached out to before i got the gigs to pick your brain i appreciate i'll never forget that i'm really uh, I'm grateful for that. I'm forever for gratitude towards that man. You didn't have sure. to, and I'm just walking me in this coaching, this crazy coaching community. Uh, this world is crazy, man. I love it though. It's a good crazy. It's it's ups and downs. You never know what you're gonna get. And just helping me out with that, man. Just getting me prepared. I really appreciate you. You coming on the podcast. Uh, it's, it's great. I can't wait to drop it for the world to hear this um, this conversation between just two coaches from the other side of town, and we got some different sides of town, but same goals. And same it's goals. Awesome. Definitely, sir. All right, DA. I'll see you later, sir. Episode 122.